0: Hey, hey, my friend, welcome back to another episode of Med Spire Marketing Show. Today, we're going to talk about how to get clients from social media. Finding clients is never easy, and we see a lot of people online, people who are out there teaching, telling you how easy it is to get clients from social media, and you're posting not getting the results that you want to see. So in this episode, we're going to have a look at potential reasons why social media it's not working for you and how you can make improvements. We're going to have a look at content and strategy mistakes and then see where we can identify opportunities so you can start using social media as a client generating machine. Welcome to the Medical Spa Marketing Show, a podcast dedicated to helping you, market your medical aesthetic practice, be it a skincare clinic, plastic surgery, dermatologist, and of course, our medical class. I'm here to help you learn all the tips and tricks on how to get your medical span noticed on social media, increase your visibility on Google, generate leads through different channels, and optimize marketing automations so it works for you while you sleep. Get ready to see successful results in no time. All right, let's do this. When we're talking social media, we're really talking about Instagram, Facebook, TikTok so let's kick off with the strategy and potential pitfalls that you might be falling into the biggest culprit is a lack of a digital marketing strategy so you're posting randomly about anything and everything just to tick a box and say hey I've posted on social media today I'm doing what I need to do job done what you want to be doing is let's start planning our content for each month what is the end goal for posting the content this month what does that look like? And what do we need to do in order to achieve our goal for the month? Do we want to be raising awareness about new service products? Are we trying to fill up one of our treatment rooms? Have we got specific goals for certain equipment and we're just not reaching it? We want to get more hydrofacial, we want to get more microneedling, skin tightening. What is the goal that we're trying to achieve? for the month does the content look like for each of these do we just want to spam the entire feed with posts related to the treatment the short answer is no a lot of med spas will make this mistake there is a right way and a wrong way to promote the services content should fall into the following areas education what is the key to success with what we're promoting what is the treatment what does it do what does it help with what is the downtime what are the expectations how much does it cost? How long until somebody sees results? So we're teaching people about this piece of equipment, what the treatment does, why they need to get it, and what are the expectations are. Without education, a lot will fall flat. You're wanting other people to to search and to realize, okay, this is what I need to find. And then what happens when people do their own research? They will learn about the tool. And then that's all they're searching for. If they're looking for Morpheus, for example, and even though you have or promoting the same end result, when they're doing their own research, they've decided that Morpheus is what they're looking for. And if they go to your website and you don't have Morpheus, they will exclude you on that front. Education plays a big part. Behind the scenes is probably one of the most important ways that is underutilized. You want to show. machine in action what's great is doing a live instagram a live tiktok a live facebook push it out onto all channels you you have enough people in the clinic where we can get enough devices up and going grab a tripod and pop them all on and go live what you would do in advance is do a promo on all the channels so you're not just willy-nilly going live you're not just going live because you want to go live on a thursday afternoon And nobody is expecting you to go live. So you can do promotions of the stories the previous 24 hours. You can do some email promotion, some DM, some SMS, let people know. And then have a strategy afterwards to um, repurpose the content, to push it out on email, to put it on YouTube, to be able to get as many eyeballs on the content as possible. And if you don't have a huge audience on social media and or maybe there's not people there live have some commonly asked questions prepared in advance you could use a tool like answerthepublic.com where you can pop in the information and see what questions are getting asked about the service or just have commonly asked questions that you got asked in the clinic ready to go and you can say somebody has asked xyz and because you're going on all different channels, even if people are there and nobody's asking questions, because sometimes you need to have the questions prepared and then people will get going. Because sometimes it takes a while or, or the confidence for the Q&A to actually pop. Do not worry if it's not there, but you need to have the questions prepared. So if you're going to run this live with somebody, let them be the moderator, let them ask. And as for repurposing, The video will be very long, very lengthy. One of the best things to do is download your live afterwards. And then if we're going to use it for YouTube, you can post it as is. You can just edit the intro, outro. What I like to do with them is take the video, upload it into a tool like the script, D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T, and transcribe the entire conversation and then tidy it up what you have is a blog post from it and use it to like opus opus and what opus does is takes your long form video and slices it up into mini reels so then you have six to ten plus pieces of content so you can go to vibrantmarketing.net forward slash opus to get a special offer on signing up, it just makes it really easy. If you're going to make the effort of doing your live, you want to repurpose the Hello of your content so you're getting the most for your efforts. The next part of the process, you need to include before and afters. Before and afters are not dead. You can do it in a variety of way. You can do video, you can do still images. You want to be using real Stories. I love when people use the green screen. This is where you take a picture from your camera roll or a video. And then you're kind of the little person over, over the video. And this is where you can talk about what we're seeing on screen point to stuff. And it works really well. So if you're like, okay, here's my patient when she came in to me and there we can see she had issues with. Her jawline wasn't as defined. Um, She had a bit of a creepy neck. And here is the treatments that we did. And then you end up with, here she is now. You see the patient nice and happy. Love, love, love. You will see her DMs pop when when you post that kind of stuff. Yes, the before and after is on the grid of it's just, here's the before, here's the after. Isn't as well in getting people to convert but still works if you don't have anything else. But I would definitely recommend doing a reel or with the green screen, do a reel and show it. Worst case scenario, you do not need to get in, but do a nice voiceover of, here's my patient before, this is what it looked like, and here's what the after is. Start to incentivize people to allow you to use video content. A lot of people will do, hey, if you want something cheaper, You got to do social media for us. You will find people will take the cheaper price in order to be recorded and used for social media. So don't let that be the excuse that you do not have the content. People are always happy to do it when there's a nice exchange for it. It's part of our formula storytelling. Why did you add the machine to your practice? Talk about the big why behind your investment into this piece. How did it fall into your service offerings? Where was the gap that you seen you needed to get this machine? What is the outcome that you hope it to achieve? Storytelling about why you have this piece of equipment into your treatment plan and then show you doing a treatment. Never underestimate the power of you actually being the person to get the treatment. So you can say, oh. When somebody cancels and there's a gap in the day, you'll find me doing X, Y, Z treatment. If it happens to work in with it, but you definitely want to be telling your why and why somebody else should use it because you got it to help people achieve whatever goal it happens to be. We want to then talk about why now? Why should somebody come and do the treatment now? This is available all year round. So why do they need it right now? And if we're talking about laser hair removal, for example, you're prepping for a wedding or a big event. What is the time to see results? If I'm getting ready for a wedding and I I want to have a glow up. Okay, well, what does that look like? How far in advance do, do we want to start services? And what you can do right now to get them to take action. So are you going to have an offer? Are you going to... Added on to a service. What can we do to get somebody to take action right now? People don't necessarily need the treatment right now. So you need to give them a reason. If it is hair removal, okay. There are the times of the year where it's ideal for people to start to be ready for summer. But people still start laser hair removal in the summer. So you've got to control the messaging on the why now and offer. The final piece of our puzzle here is make it fun, make your content fun and engaging and hop on the trends. A lot of people around the award shows have done snippets of Taylor Swift talking to Selena Gomez and they're like, oh, when your ejector says insert funny meme, <laughs> the kind of stuff like JLo with her olive oil, that kind of stuff works really well. You're creating content on the go for sure. But the engagement on those reels when we're calling out real life is really, really, really good. So they are great to hop on. Start doing some quizzes in your stories. If we were talking, say, all about Morpheus, you'd be like, let's test your Morpheus knowledge. Have five questions, use the stickers in Instagram. And then at the end, okay, well, how did you do? Well, I got one to two right. I got three, four, four, five. I'm an, I'm an aesthetic superstar. And they're really engaging. And then the content that comes after that, then you will say, okay, well, have you had any questions about it? Really worked well. And then obviously hopping on TikTok trends down. If we're not on TikTok, you will see the TikTok trends a few weeks later in reels, but still enough time to get on the trend and make it fun. Hey, that was a hell of a lot when we're talking their strategy. Remember, if you want to raise awareness, you got to plan out your content for the month. Don't just shoot and hope for it to work. And then pop your content into the following areas of education, behind the scenes, before and after, storytelling, why now, and the offer, the quiz to make it more fun and engaging and trending, and wait and see the difference in terms of what actually comes out of it. All right, other reasons why your social media is not bringing new clients is poor client and prospect experience not engaging with your clients and prospects on social media known as posting and ghosting a lot of people are guilty of this if you aren't in this book because you aren't getting engagement on your posts and would actually love engagement then we need to look at what are you posting take note and run through your analytics to see what is actively performing When you know how many followers saw your post, saved your post, started, shared it, how many discovered your post from hashtags, you really need to dive into the analytics and get tracking what actually works well. I have a resource here at vibrantmarketing.net forward slash engagement, because there's no escaping the fact of looking at data. You can post, you can have opinions. Oh, well, that doesn't work. That's not the great post. Oh, this post was great. And just willy nilly. I think I've used that twice. I don't even use that normally. But <laughs> well, anyway, you want to have a tracking spreadsheet and see what is your engagement score. So if you take you the, the number of followers you have, and then if you look at a post and you have how many likes plus how many comments, And then you can use, okay, when you dig into the post to see how many shares and how many saves it has. And then you want to divide that by the total followers. And you want to be between one and 2%. 2% used to be the magic number for engagement if that post is working. But lately it has been slightly lower. So the minimum bare minimum level is 1%. But either way, from the data, you're actually going to get some insights into what's actually working so you can have your benchmark where you're going to go from here all right so when we start tracking our engagement was at here now we're at this level and then you get to see okay this posted well why do we think this posted well so you can then start to make improvements and not just be the fact well I post on social media and I don't get clients so back to your engagement you want to ensure that you are liking and responding to comments because it's You see that people do not respond to comments. There's nothing worse than a highly engaged comment section and people not responding. What is if he is still just liking the comment. If you have nothing to say back to them, send emojis back to them. Like their comment and send an emoji. Cause not replying is all right once or twice for somebody. But if I'm constantly on your page and I'm writing comments and I get a like or I get nothing repeatedly, I'm going to stop engaging with your comment section because what what is in it for me? I'm out here, I'm cheerleading, I'm supporting your business, and I get a like or I get nothing, I'm not going to do it. But hey, if I, if I write a comment and then you're like, yes, totally agree, or you're like, yes, and you're doing like some um, emojis with the love heart eyes, that's going to make me want to keep engaging. And then you can get the conversation to keep on going because the more comments you have, then the engagement score is going to go up. Somebody leaves a comment, you reply to it. They reply to your comment and come and reply. This is where you want to get going. Obviously with the negative comments, that's a whole different ball game. But you want to make sure that you're creating a positive experience and boosting your engagement score because the more comments on a post makes other people want to leave comments on a post, People never want to be the first person to leave a comment on a post. So you can always do workarounds with it, get a friend to comment on it. And once you've relationships with people, they tend to want to leave comments on it in a way to support you. There's definitely room to make that engagement score go a lot higher. So go to vibrantmarketing.net forward slash engagement, get your tracking spreadsheet and start to make it. That's something that you can do. It doesn't have to be you who builds it in. But if you don't know what you don't know, well, then we're going to continue down the whole of. I'm not getting from so any clients from social media. Yeah, I'm posting all the time. Now, this one might be in the field. Well, I want to just mention it just in case. If you're not focusing on retaining customers and you're constantly in the need for new customers, let's talk about why you're looking for new clients on social media. A lot of med spas either attract the wrong type of client, so that's like your bargain shopper, your group on person or your strategy of keeping clients coming back is not working for you right now. So you get caught on the hamster wheel of constantly looking for new patients because your existing client and your lifetime client value is down to the toilet or your journey is poor. The cost of attracting a new client is huge compared to getting your existing client to come back in. So that's why I'm just popping it in here. I wanted to address the elephant in the room. We're always seeing new patients, new patients, new patients, new patients. Why is the need for the constant hamster wheel of new patients when you can easily get somebody to come back, get them on a treatment plan, help them, help themselves by booking in and getting their treatments with you. Have a look at the real reason why you're saying you need to have clients come from social media. And if you're one of these type of med spas that are consistently on the the hamster wheel of looking for new clients a deeper dive is needed there to to get to the core of why you're constantly looking for new patients and spoiler alert a lot of it is if you're cheapest in the area you're probably on the hamster wheel of looking for new patients because they're just going from you to somebody else or if you're doing special offers all the time you have a great deal it's never going to end and they're not the people who are going to to build your business that's enough on that one I just wanted to make sure we covered that off today very reason why your your social media might not be working for you is that you're providing a poor online experience you've gained their attention online and the next step for them to do is to go to your page see what your grid is like see what all the the content looks like that you're posting and then what they're going to do next they go to your bio and off they go to your website Very, very possible your website could be letting you down. Your website is your storefront. The reason why somebody will or won't reach out to you. People can make 80 to 95% of their purchase decision based on social media and a website. If your conversion rate of visitors to your website to conversions is low. I would start to look at why your website isn't performing so well. I do have a few episodes about this and I will link it into the show notes what I love 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 to do is go into somebody's website fix it make sure they know their measurement how many people visit a certain website page say how many people visit your contact page many people click book now all that good stuff need to know how your website is performing so in those episodes actually highlights the biggest downfall pitfalls that why your website is not converting. You could be doing a good job on social media and then your website is letting you down. You need to know your data on both ends to be able to paint a full picture of what is actually happening. Next reason why you might not be getting clients on social media is just a pure lack of innovation. What used to work is no longer working. Social media is constantly changing. And I know it's hard. Good thing is you're listening to this podcast to be on top of what's actually happening, but it is one of the fastest changing mediums for promoting your business that changes all the times. Like before, it used to be hashtags, and now hashtags are barely the reason for posts getting discovered. And now it's like with reels and categories and all that fun stuff. You need to be constantly evolving and working new ways to stay ahead when it comes to social media. A good example of staying ahead when you probably heard, "Don't say LinkedIn bio, don't write LinkedIn bio." The channels always want you to keep the people on the channel. So a great workaround for this is ManyChat. You might have seen online when you're scrolling through the feed, drop the word skin into the comments and I will send you whatever it is that I promise to send you. A great example of this is Shailene Johnson on Instagram. She uses ManyChat a lot to deliver her guides, lead magnets, But the most powerful thing about this is you have people in the DMs, the DMs is where it's at. This is where most selling is done. And if you get somebody in there, drop the word skin, the bot pops up automatically within the DM. So we're still within Instagram. And then the bot delivers the skincare guide. And you can ask for, Hey, what's your phone? What's your email? And you can link all that up to your CRM. So it gives you the information if you got them to their website. And then the powerful piece here is, you have a 24 hour automation window that when somebody talks to you that say within 10 hours time, and you can even set it only to send between the hours of eight and 10. So like you're not sending in the middle of the night. You can send a voice message. Hey, I'd seen you got my skincare guide. I hope you really like it. And um, if you want to talk about skin concerns that you have, just let me know. I'm here. Works like a charm. So that's a that's an example of how you need to stay on top of it before LinkedIn bio was okay then it's like okay don't say it don't type it spell it differently and now there's even people saying okay link bio is actually working again oh it never stops next reason number six you might not be getting clients from social media and proper use of social media so you need to work on keeping people on the platform just like i said there in my previous one the platforms do not want you taking clients off their platforms. The platforms make money when people are on the platforms. You need to keep people on the platforms in order for Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. The whole lot of them, they're all the same. They want you to keep people on the platform. Having big calls to action that are taking people off the site is not going to do you any favor. So that's where the tool like many chat comes in. You can get a free month actually with ManyChat. Um, I think my link is vibrantmarketing.net forward slash ManyChat. I'll put it in the show notes anyway, because I'm not sure what it is, but I will put that link in there for you. You need to play. I know it sucks and it's not ideal, but if you play by their rules, you will be rewarded by them. And then more people and more people will be shown your content. Back to what we were talking about earlier with types of content mistakes. If you review your stats and the people aren't making more than say four seconds on a video, this is going to tell you, okay, is my hook not working? What's going on here? Do I not have captions on the video? Was the video not engaging? Was I calling out to my audience? All these apps, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, if you're doing YouTube shorts, they all provide you with the data in the app. So you have no excuse. Hot look into why your content is not working. Same goes for, well, why did this video work? Yes, you're going to have to interpret and kind of realize yourself, okay, well, why did this actually work? But without looking at the data, you're going to be in the dark. One of my pet hates for why your content is not working is you're posting the content that the vendor provided. And I understand why the vendor is providing the content because some people just don't post on social media and they want to raise awareness so their own business can grow. Now I have a complete episode all about mistakes people make on Instagram, but I'm putting this in here because I want to raise awareness in case you don't go back and you don't listen to the, to the mistakes that people do when posting to Instagram. I want to let you know here. And when you look at the data, the data will back it up. I will be shocked if any data performs well that a vendor provides you. Maybe the hydrofacial with the Barbie, that worked really well because it was trending, it was fun, it was engaging, but typically what the vendors provide do not cover off that. A lot of med spas will posting pictures of machines. Think about it. The last time you probably purchased or decided to go on a holiday destination based on a picture of an airplane. Why would people want to engage with a picture of a device? Like what What would they even comment? What would make them want to stop the scroll if they're seeing a picture of, oh, say, body type? Vendor supplied material is not geared towards engagement. It's, and again, check the stats because the stats will back it up especially if you have a decent feed if your feed is just full of machines stock images all that kind of stuff it's not going to show any difference it's just going to be that your stats are poor it's going to tell you everything you need to know while I'm already on it do not do not do not post stock images stock images aren't even how the people really look themselves so how's anybody going to relate to a picture of a stock image is it even going to stop people in scroll? And I know a lot of, especially plastic surgeons have to use stock images and all this kind of stuff to be very whimsical in terms of how they speak of like what the true outcome is going to be. Stock images and you're going to use stock images that are better stock images that are very much like real people and not of like, where are these people walking around? They're nowhere to be seen. So they do not belong in the feed. Reason number eight why you're not getting clients on social media is that you're not building trust or authority. Social media can influence decisions up to 93%. I could not believe the figure when I looked it up. If you're building your own credibility and trust by showing your face in the video content, by addressing issues such as telling people when they've had too much filler, talk about why you're an expert and what you do, you're answering questions, you're educating them, You're educating them also about red flags to watch out for when going to injectors. And essentially you become your own influencer by creating the right content centered around your audience. And you've seen it yourself. There have been some dodgy cases that have gone a medical license have been removed from people who did build up their own trust and authority, got all the patients and now have no medical license, but they built their own credibility, good or bad. It just tells you the power in... People with shoddy work out there, being their own influencer, building their own trust and authority that people were flooding to them to go through the, I wouldn't even call them a celebrity, like social media person, but it's there. The proof is in the pudding. And if you're wondering what type of content to be creating to be able to build trust and authority, I have a year worth of content prompts. You can go to vibramarketing.net forward slash calendar Dang this episode showing off is going to be crazy with all the resources but yeah you can grab the calendar there that builds out your content all the way through 2024 reason number nine and we're almost there people you're asking people to call you to email you and bring them out of the platform where they are at you need to meet people where they are and if that's taking appointments in the dms take appointments in the dm You need to make it easy for them while it might not be easy for you. Do not force people off the platform. Again, it's all coming around full circle with everything that we talked about today is you need to keep them on the platform and keep them engaged. Even if it's using one of the apps like ManyChat to be able to circle around, send people the information, make sure you're keeping people on platform and get them registered. So yes, it's extra work. Yes, it's something a VA can do. Obviously, it is a time suck, but it's better to get the appointment instead of not getting the appointment. Obviously, when somebody has come to you a long time, you can say, hey, yeah, go ahead, go online and book it and obviously have an online booking system. But make sure that these people, especially if they're new, you do take the booking over social media. And if you have 50 deposit it's 100 it's 250 deposit they need to pay up front before it there's ways around it to work it requires some creativity work with developer be able to send them the notifications and let them know and we have a bonus tip for you today and this one works like gangbusters so every time you get a follow on instagram in particular you're going to send them a message and welcome them to your clinic. You're not going to salesy. You're not trying to book anybody. You're just going to say, hey, welcome to the clinic. I'm XYZ. This is what I specialize in. This is what you can expect on my page. Thank you for the follow. How did you hear from me? Nice and short and sweet. Audio messages, even better. But let's start the conversation going because the conversations lead to conversion. So let's have- a quick recap of where we are today. Where we're going to start out is we're going to start out planning our content. We're not going to just post and ghosts. We're not going to just post whatever the heck we feel like it. And we're going to pop our content into the areas of education, behind the scenes, before and after, storytelling. Why now? Give them an offer and make it fun for them. We're going to provide an awesome client experience and we're going to engage with people. We're going to know our data. We're going to stop focusing on looking for clients, clients, clients. If we have a big gap in our business where we're not retaining the clients that we have, we're going to have an awesome online experience. So when people look through our social media, we're like, okay, this person is for me. And then we go to the website, going to make sure our website is not letting us down. And we're going to have innovative content. We're going to use innovative tools like Opus, like ManyChat. To be able to use the content that we have so we can repurpose the hell out of it and get more content, which is what we want to do. And we're going to use social media for what it is. We're going to keep them on the platform. We're not going to be asking them to go to visit whatever link to do things that they do not want to do, because if they don't want to do it, the platform doesn't want them to do it. And you're asking them to do it. You're going to have a pushback in the amount of content that's going to be reached. Going to stop posting pictures of machines, stock images, vendor content. We're going to build our own trust, whichever way you want to look at that when we talked about, okay, well, the total downfalls of it, we're going to build our trust and authority online and we're going to start getting appointments in the DMs, have our conversations, get our appointments flowing, and then we can actually look back in a few months' time. I committed to social media. I've given it three months. Here's my analytics from all the platforms that I've been on. Here's my analytics from my website what has worked, what hasn't worked, and start to analyze it from there. Because if you're not doing this, well, then you're going to keep on saying social media don't work for my business. All right, my friend, I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Medical Spa Marketing Show. My goal is to empower and inspire you to take your medical aesthetic practice to the next level. Don't forget that success requires dedication and hard work, but with the right mindset and strategy, anything is possible. So go out there and make it happen, friend. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode so you can gain more valuable insights and tips on how to market your medical aesthetic practice. In the meantime, you can follow us over on Instagram at vibrantmarketingonline. Talk to you soon.